This episode of the Sunspot Scene Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Zoo. Cryptid Zoo is a t-shirt line infused with augmented reality and inspired by cryptozoology folklore like the Bigfoot. Each t-shirt is drawn and printed by owner and operator Julian Meyer. All you gotta do is download the Erasma app and follow Cryptid Zoo. Then you can point the camera of your phone at your t-shirt and it comes to life. For a limited time, use the code SUNSPOTSCOMICS on your order and you'll receive 30% off. CryptidZoo.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D Zoo. Alright, welcome to episode 13 of the Sunspot Scene Podcast. I'm on a new mic, everybody. Woo! Got it for Christmas. It's yeah. great. Uh, so far, it's working pretty good. It comes in a little <laughs> hot, so I mean, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, I'm hot. here joined with my father. Hi! Um, I'm your dad. <laughs> Christopher Michael Latori. Hello, everyone. In other words, Sunspot's comics. Uh, you know, that dude. Founder, CEO, <laughs> FCO. Engineering, senior engineering specialist. You, you know what you reminded me of right now is, uh, you remember that, that scene from like the amazing Spider-Man one, where it's like, where he walks into the Oscorp mm-hmm. and it's like, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. <laughs> CEO, founder of Oscorp Corporation. Senior engineering exactly. specialist. <laughs> exactly. Bioengineering genome. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we're also joined by Patsy over there in the back in the kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, today uh, I have nothing planned. What so. is this? What are we doing? Uh, just hanging just, out, just, dude. Just hanging out? This is uh, unscripted? There we yeah. go. Sunspots comics, Sunspot scene, unscripted. Uns- unscripted. This is the unplugged version. Yeah, like, unplugged, yeah. We should just bring out the acoustic guitar. <laughs> should my ukulele. Put yeah. some, you know, put some plaid on. Bring <laughs> your uke out. Grow my hair out a little bit, maybe right. put some plugs in my ears. You never know. <laughs> um, bring out my, you know, aviator sunglasses. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have nothing planned. We just thought we would uh, start recording. I wanted to try out this mic. That's pretty much what we're really doing. Oh. So testing maybe. this out. But at the same time, you know, we're actually just having a good time. We're sitting at the dinner table, which is weird. We never do that. Yeah. Um, in the living room. Of yeah, our... we're facing each other, which is weird. Looking is that, at each other. Yeah, looking at each other in Into the eyes. Into each other's really eyes, deep weird. into each other's souls. I don't know how long I can hold this, this stare. It's we should kinda... have a staring contest on a podcast. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> Only took us four point five <laughs> seconds to start laughing. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. good radio. Yeah, yeah it, is good. Uh, <laughs> it was it was about four seconds where right. we were just like, all right, we shouldn't do that. People are gonna be checking their earpods. Exactly. Is, is this on? What, what happened? Um, so I mean, what's going on? I mean, how are the holidays? I guess holidays were busy, intense, yeah. fun, emotional. Yeah, uh, all of that, and then some. It was good. Overeating and you know, gluttony was involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, many, breaking most of the yeah the seven deadly sins, I guess. Is probably well, oh there's like gosh. murder and coveting wives. Yeah. We didn't do that. Honor but, uh, thy neighbor. Um, <laughs> thy neighbor. Um, no, I mean, uh, how was yours? It was. It was. This this season was hard. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this was the first year in a while that I actually had to celebrate Christmas after a tragedy. Yeah, that's never really happened to me. So it's, it was kind of tough, but uh, it did help a little bit. You know, that was that was that was good. Um, it's good to be around the people you love when you lose someone. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, like uh, it's it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, and it's a little weird to kind of just jump back into it right away. Uh, and and so I did take like a little break and you know hiatus, if you will. Nice. But uh, it was you much do that. Got to got to got to charge the batteries. Yeah, definitely. Um, work was crazy. So that didn't really help. Working yeah, I worked a lot. Uh, College student working, yeah. doing your thing. Yeah. 
you know, it's good stuff, man. I'm proud of you. You're doing Thanks, it. Man. Thanks, Chasing man. Chasing your dream. You want to be a writer? You're writing stuff? Yeah. Got you got a, a car book today. Yeah, go with car accident. <laughs> <laughs> we just laid out two separate topics. You got a book? I got a car accident. Yeah. Uh, I well, did thanks. just get a book today, actually. Well, thankfully you were okay. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just, just tag. topics? We just tagged it. Yeah, um... Yeah, I did. Well, all right. Before we go into the book, uh, I, I I did get into a car accident. I'm okay. What book did you get? <laughs> Cross, um, continually crossover. I bought this. Uh, we'll do them at the same time. We'll go back and forth. You go ahead. I bought this uh, science fiction collection with like some of the classics. It's got like um, the I think it's got a uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Let's name it out. It's the right, Canterbury yeah, Classic from Costco. For fourteen ninety nine, they don't sponsor us by any, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I wish they did. Yeah, oh my oh gosh, man. We, I'd have a billion of these beef books. jerky. I mean, <laughs> just I want a closet Chicken full. Chicken <laughs> Oh, but can you imagine just a closet full of beef jerky, all yeah. flavors, and and like um, what's what's that? They make really good um, trail Ranch? mix. Trail, <laughs> oh, I, know, right. I know they sell like those big yeah. barrels of trail mix. I read mm-hmm. somewhere too that if you're in the if you live in the Midwest. Uh-huh. And anyone listening to this lives in the Midwest, tell us if this is true or not. But that the quantities are even bigger. Really, like in Texas? Yeah, like there's <laughs> Texas tubs Costco's. And, yeah, and lots of like large containers. I don't know if that's true or not. I just it's a rumor. But anyway, um, Canterbury Classics from Costco: Classic Tales of Science Fiction and Fantasy. Yep. Man, this was cool. It's and, a thick, heavy book. It's yeah, about here. a thousand pages, we'll, leather bound. We'll tell you how thick it is in sound. Ready? Yep, that's, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's leather bound. It's cool. It's got. Um, let's read the stories that are. Or let's let's read them all. There's yeah, a thousand pages. Page one. Page one. Introduction by Michael A. Kramer, PhD. Um. Oh well, yeah. So what's what's the what's the stories in there? You got it. Oh wow. Here we go. Yeah. The Diamond Lens from Fitz James O'Brien. It gives you the year they're written too. It's crazy. Yeah. 1858. Journey to the Center of the Earth from Jules Verne. Yep. That's what I'm excited about. 1864. I, th- I hope it's the whole book, though, because it, it looked like it was only 200 something, yeah. Yeah. So maybe 200 something, maybe. That'd be messed up, and they're like, and next he, to be continued. <laughs> it just ends on whatever page <laughs> it's right. on. As the mountain crushes around them, to be continued. Ouch. You buy the second volume to right. finish the book. <laughs> the crushing blow is laid upon our main character, and to be continued. Uh, A War of the Worlds, The War of the Worlds from H.G. Wells, 1897. Jeez. A Princess of Mars, which is great. So that that's a book John I've read. Carter, the John right? Carter series. There's five books there. You should read those. Okay. You know, before we go in, before you continue reading, that movie is so underrated. It I is. love that movie. John Carter John from Mars? John Carter, yeah. What did they call it? Did they just call it, it was John just Carter? just called John Carter, yeah. Okay. And it's with Taylor Kitsch, which I... Yeah. He's from, like, you know... Uh, Gambit. Gam- well, yeah, he Gambit was Gambit. In my heart. He was, um, <laughs> he was in, like, Friday Night Lights. I oh, yeah. I loved that movie. I, we saw that in theaters. I remember that. Yeah. And, like, you were like, this is a comic book. It's also a book. Mm-hmm. And this, this, and this. And I remember, like, watching that movie and being like, this was very underrated. And, yeah. like, the trailers did not do it justice. No. I love that movie. All. That was a big Disney, like, action. Flop. Yeah, and it was like they had, had they were all in on it. Yeah, you know, they spent a couple hundred mil. Yeah, they gave it the full advertising treatment. Remember, yeah. and then it just kind of last minute just didn't perform, mm-hmm. and I don't think it got reviewed that well. But I really enjoyed I, it. I love that movie. We should, you know, one day maybe that's a new segment. We should talk about underrated movies. There you go, like underrated, overrated movies. Nice. I mean, that's a, that's a weird. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> we'll call it the over. That's actually a second. That's a segment <laughs> on Bill Burr's podcast, but I don't want to steal it. But underrated and overrated. We should we should think about that. Yeah. Let's brainstorm. Let's get down to. We'll call it the over under. 
Yeah. People think it's gambling. They'll be like, hey, what's the over under is? on that game? We're like, we're talking about movies. <laughs> but anyway, uh, A Princess like, of Mars is in this book. Yes. The Lost World. Yep. Arthur Conan Doyle. That had a really high rating on Goodreads. I, I was checking on. Nice. Uh, what was the story. highest one in Goodreads rating? Uh, it was the very last one, the one on the bottom of the, the table. The Dunwich Horror, H.P. Lovecraft, 1928. Yep. So it had a four. That one had a 4.0 out of 5 on Goodreads. Nice. Uh, also has The Scarlet Plague from Jack London in 1915. Herland, Charlotte Perkins Gilman from 1915, Armageddon, 24, 19 AD. I'd like to see their take on a book that's written in 1928 of what the future <laughs> looks like. About what like, our future would look if like. If this was written in 1928, it'd be like, and there were televisions <laughs> in 2419. Cellular phones. Cellular phones. You used an oven. <laughs> And in the year 1980, he was saying in Back to the Future 3, he goes, nobody, nobody walks or runs anymore. Right. They, they travel on these things called automobiles. Automobiles. And the guy's like, you sound like a, like a raven lunatic. Let's go over to page 907 for that and just see if they talk about like, you know, and you could put your food into a microwave oven or something, you know, or the 907. Let's see. Armageddon 2419. What is it talking about here? Uh-huh. Speaking of 2419, I watched mm-hmm. um, a 2419. It's a different number, but I watched Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah? Um, it's it was on... It's thoroughly, available. I think it is. Isn't yeah. it already? Yeah. I no. Saw it, I mean, no, it's not. I saw it at like a dollar theater. So I mean, oh. But uh, it was in, you know, you know the one. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it was really good I was kind of pissed off that I didn't see this earlier because huh. um, I mean I I put that um, Blade Runner original yeah, podcast out that was a good when podcast. it came out what episode was that we were oh, talking man, about like that two or three three or four ago it maybe it was a while back because you talked about seeing the original and then yes. you went and watched it in the same pod right no I didn't actually go and see it I was planning on seeing it oh. but I didn't end up be, I wasn't able to okay. so I, I you know whatever but uh, I did end up watching it uh-huh. And it was really good. I'm not gonna lie, man. That it was. I should have seen that movie earlier. It was great. Um, I remember seeing the original Blade Runner in the theater and fell asleep, <laughs> and woke up and was lost. Oh man, I remember. And then okay. I, I remember trying to see it again on video multiple times and falling asleep. <laughs> okay. And then when I finally got through it all, I was like, "It's all right." Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'll tell you my story because the first time I remember experiencing this movie was when Hollywood Video was still around, mm-hmm. and we lived in an, Those a, a video one bedroom stores, apartment. Right? Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. One bedroom apartment in West Covina, right? And uh, we were that was when room. I rented that place to be a block away from the bank that I worked at. Mm-hmm. And, and then a week later, <laughs> they transferred me. <laughs> I was like, why did I get this place then? Uh, and anyway, they're like, uh, sorry. Sorry, man. They did you not know, care. Sorry, dude. I won't but, name uh, the bank. There was this Hollywood video. You remember this? It was yes. down the street. It wasn't that far from us. Right. And we would go to this Hollywood video like once a week and we'd like rent something. This is uh-huh. before like digital on demand stuff was like big. We had like, a, I remember we had like an Xbox 360. We could rent stuff. Right. But we didn't. We went to the store, yeah. which is weird. You know? I, I clung. I just hung on to <laughs> you, that you as really long as I could. I was keeping like Hollywood videos and blockbusters yeah. alive. But uh, so yeah, we went to this Hollywood video, and I remember we were looking around. Uh-huh. And I think we had like watched Star Wars or something, and I went. I picked this movie, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, look, Han Solo's on the front of it." And like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I think I it was maybe went, like in sixth grade, seventh grade. I probably yelled, "Put that down!" <laughs> <laughs> but you go, you go. Oh man, like this is supposed to be like a great science fiction movie, and da 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 da. And it was that. It was that edition where it had the three discs in it. So it had the three mm. different cuts. 
Remember that? Yes. And and so we and I was like, let's let's watch it. Like and I remember like That's convincing right. you. And we were like, all right. And we went back to the, to the house. And this is when we had our projector. I'm sure I'd seen it before because it was out way before you were born. Oh, no, yeah. No, you, you, came out you like, told me you'd yeah, seen yeah. it. Okay. But um, so we went back to the house. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we now put I it on and we both fell asleep. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That's right. Um, and and that, we went for the final cut. Yes, Because everybody that's, said that's, that's the one. That's the final the one. cut. That's what I watched when I reviewed it. And we couldn't stay awake. Yeah, we, yeah, we fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, honestly, it, it, with my love of film and, like, watching it and sort of trying to appreciate it and stuff like that um it is a really good movie i'm not gonna lie it's It's very sci-fi noir exactly very definition of it exactly it was it's a beautiful movie too man i mean like it's um it's a game changer if you look at like what that movie did for like science fiction movies in the future Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be up there man it's pretty important you know the same way as war of the worlds is looked as as one of the best science fiction books of all time or whatever you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying but uh it was really, but so twenty forty nine, um, is really great. I mean, Ryan Gosling cool. is good. You know, Ryan, I, I like Ryan Gosling. Surprisingly, most guys are like, man, I hate Ryan Gosling. He's so hot. <laughs> hating on him, right? He's, his eyes are very close together. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at him, and it's like there's this extra space here. Um, I mean, um, come on, he is good looking. What nah, am I? Yeah, he's a, he's look a sexy me. man. I'm not gonna Just lie. Um, have a face for radio. I'm but gonna, he. I don't know if you knew this, but he... They openly portray him as a replicant in this movie. Like, yes. from the first Spoiler. minute. Spoiler. Well, it's not. I mean, it's... it's in. Apparently, it's in the trailers. I didn't realize this. No. He's a replicant. I didn't see the trailer. So you just spoiled everything for me. But, well, just kidding. <laughs> if, you, if you turned the movie on right now... It'll be you a would, while. You would learn that he's a replicant within the first five seconds. Wow. So... I Good. Mean, All right, so it tells nothing. And, um... Yeah, so, I mean, he... I, I thought that was crazy because the whole thing, spoilers to if you haven't seen Blade Runner, the original, mm-hmm. at the end of the Blade Runner movie, and I don't know if you've ever made it this far into the movie. Um, <laughs> I did finish the there's movie. A, there is an action scene, and it's pretty good at the end, but uh, oh, yeah. at the end of the movie, it's a question that's left ambiguous in the final cut mm, to whether yes. he is a replicant or not. Correct. And, I mean, it, I it is that. sort of definitive, too, because mm-hmm. this unicorn and this foil unicorn and, like, his dream, and it's, like, implanted dreams, right. and so, like, you're kind of left like, well, he probably is, you know, where you're swayed onto that side. Yeah. But with this, Ryan Gosling is a Blade Runner, mm. and he is a replicant, and it's like, yep. Oh, okay. So because he Ridley Scott, the history of him, look at the ends of all of his movies. Yeah, the they're most all part. ambiguous. He likes to leave it like, oh, it's open. To, let's yeah. let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, he's a smart filmmaker. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like he, he does some pretty good. He stuff. He wants people to go home and then like in the car you're talking about Prometheus. It. Prometheus is the yeah. perfect example of that. Other um, stuff he's done. The one I do remember not being able really to talk about was Alien Covenant. Remember we walked out of that mm-hmm. and we tried talking about it and it was just like, well, it was you know. Did Ridley Scott do Gladiator? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was. He yeah, he directed. Um, right. He directed that, and that's that's a great movie. I yeah, know. I, 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 I kind of want to see that. You know what I did see recently? I saw, and I went through the whole treatment of this. I saw Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you saw the movie? I haven't seen that yet. I saw that, and it inspired me to watch the original. The anime. So I went back to the original anime movie and realized that that world has kind of exploded. The whole Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. They did a 2.0 version of it in like I want to say 2013. It could be wrong uh-huh. in the year, but it was. No, in yeah, the, they did a second. It was in movie. the aughts. Yeah, it wasn't a second movie. Really? They actually just digitized a lot of the action. The director of the film and writer of Ghost in the Shell wanted to update it, modernize uh-huh. it, and so they added the best CG of, of that particular time of wow. that year and just re- reshot. 
but not really reshot, but just computer retouched graphics. It, yeah, 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 touched it up. There was a particular scene where she's falling backwards down a building. Yeah, the famous and yeah, the animated look of it is doesn't give the full effect of someone being okay. upside down. And okay. when they reshot that in CG, it's like it's literally from the perspective of someone's eyes looking up as they're Ooh, falling. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it looks a lot better. So they huh. polished up some scenes, and I think I mean I really enjoyed it. I mean, one part of me can say like that's not the original. The original yeah. is the original. Leave it alone. But um, they made it, and plus they cleaned it up. You could tell like they went frame by frame yeah. and cleaned the animation edges and just redigitized huh. the sound. Uh, yeah. Worked on the dubbing. The dubbing was a little better. Okay. Some of it, it seemed like the original dubbing, and then some of it was like okay. that's whole other dubbing. Yeah, see, and the, sound effects. There's so. this uh, there's this reviewer that I listen to, or he's on YouTube. <clears throat> so I mean, I've I've watched a lot of his stuff. His name's Chris Stuckman. Mm -hmm. Really trust. I I trust him fully. He's he's really good as far as YouTube reviewers go. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a big anime fan, mm -hmm. and he stands by the original. Like the original anime and says that it's like yeah. one of the greatest animated movies of all time, and I've never I seen it. it. So I mean, I'm, you should, yeah, you should see it. It's, it definitely, um, it, it's edgy. Okay. It uh, it uses language that will a little be a little shocking because you're like, man, Ooh. this is an anime cartoon in the mid '90s, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh wow, you're just kind of dropping it. Kind of that Spawn TV show. Yeah, it has a Blade Runner feel to it. Honestly, really? okay. it does. Like well, you can tell, it's they supposed to be inspired from Blade you Runner. You can definitely like, see it just from the yeah. cityscape scenes. Oh yeah, and absolutely. how the sort of holographic look and a lot of the the epic landscapes yeah. are used. Very, okay. that's you can tell Blade Runner was definitely inspired I'm by Ghost in the Shell. And it actually has that sort of is AI sentience considered Ooh. life. And so it, it, it kind of reflects to modern day as I where mean, we're going with technology. Yeah. And then it also has that sort of like, uh, is, a, is a spirit real? That's what okay. they, Ghost referenced a, ghost, a spirit yeah. in that. And like, is a spirit a real thing? Um, huh. Is, are we more judged by what our, what the spirit, our, what our spirit has experienced yeah. in the past? Or are we Ooh. more judged by what, how, what, what we, we do in our life do, now? Yeah. So there is That's some definite, interesting. Yeah, I would um, definitely see have you it. Seen, have you seen the trailer for Alita Battle Angel? Big Eyes? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Big um, eyes jumping around. Yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah, well, well, apparently that's a it's anime. A comic and an anime. anime. I I just or a manga. Uh, Is it a manga? Or, I don't know. It, it's a it's an anime. It is I an believe. anime. Yeah, I think it's a feature. I knew it was it a might comic be a show or something. I don't know. But all I know is this this trailer. It's very very inspired by um, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, and it's you know has that sort of AI thing, and she's very. Robotic, and right? Like, Has sentient, self-aware, yeah. etc. I mean, that I'll be honest. That's produced. I, I think it's either produced or directed by Robert Rodriguez, and I love most oh, of his yeah. movies. That's right. So I'm probably going to see this because I like him. Yeah. Um, but uh, the trailer, man, I didn't didn't really fully buy it. It, yeah. it looks good. It looks pretty. You know, the you one know? scene I enjoyed. It does look good. In that, what was it called again? Alita Battle Angel. There's a scene where there is another uh, very CG'd character yeah. that looks pretty robotically badass, yeah. right? Yeah. And he, like, is going to grab her or do something yeah, physical yeah. to her, and you think he would be of strength. Uh -huh. And she just triples his strength yeah. and, like, puts his head into something or yes. puts him down on the ground. No, yeah, it's, that's the, that, he, that, that character you're thinking of is played by Ed Screen, who yes. was in Deadpool. Yes, that yeah. guy, the villain in Deadpool. Yeah. I was just a little like, ooh, surprising. Like, yeah. she's very strong. I, I kind of, um, but yeah, I felt a little like, with well, the eyes are a little creepy yeah. and weird. And and she, the, I mean, that actress and was CG City. Welcome to yeah. Computer Graphic City. It was a little that actress that played. It's playing. I think her name is like Rosa Sanchez or something like that. She was in like the Maze Runner movies. Oh yeah. And so she's. I mean, she's not like, she's not. Uh, 
like an unknown actress, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, she, like, I'm surprised they did that, you know, with their eyes and made them huge. Um, there's one scene in the trailer I do particularly like, and it's where she's like, like, I'll give you anything to this guy. Who knows what mm-hmm. the relationship is? I'll give you my heart. And she, like, takes that out of yeah, her chest. Yeah, literally gives I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Because, like, you know, that speaks to, like, the AI thing. And, right. Like, you know, and, and is AI sentient? Is, is AI alive? That kind of thought process, uh-huh. which speaks a lot to what 2049 actually goes into. Um, Did you feel that the big eyes in particular were like a nod to, <clears throat> we want the China, we want yeah. the Asian money, please? Yeah. Didn't she's she? Hispanic like a little too on the nose, right? Yeah, and she's she's Hispanic. The the woman, the actress that's playing Alita right. is, is Hispanic. And so I, I'm a little surprised they're doing that. Is that, are they brownwashing? <laughs> they're brownwashing. <laughs> <laughs> they're brown. I mean, at least they got somebody who is a diverse... They got a brown to replace. They got a brown to replace an Asian. Yeah, Um, that'll be. I can see the headline now, right? Hollywood brown washing. (laughs) You know, sadly, like that whole story, and like I don't like to go into serious news on this. Like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know sexual harassment going on in the Hollywood, and um, a lot of like whitewashing and stuff like that. But, you know, whitewashing is nothing to really kind of, like, joke about. And it's been coming up a lot more and more. And people who yeah. talk to me, up to me about movies, especially bring up, like, Alito Battle Angel and, like, you know, um, Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that. And tell me, like, what do you think about this? And, like, you know, the animes and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, well, dude, like, if I'm a producer, and this is totally speaking from a subjective point of view. I don't want to in- insult anybody. If I'm a producer, I'm going to hire the best talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether they're this color or that color. Mm-hmm. And, and I sort of sit back and say, like, you know, if that's how they think, you know, mm-hmm. most producers think that way. They're going to hire the best talent for the best price. Yeah. It's business, you know? And I think, you know, like, why don't they go diverse? They're right. probably cheaper. And they could be great actors. Yeah. You never know. And so it's a weird conundrum and, like, weird kind of, like, place to be as far as like Hollywood because like you know yeah. there's that Hellboy movie coming out and that whole situation with Ed Screen right. and like the whole it's cool you know, of him to bow out and yeah, say he, like it, it, hey was, look the main character was Asian um, exactly. I'm not gonna I don't wanna take that heat exactly I, I, it's it's weird that it keeps coming up you know what I mean and like that Hollywood I, I hasn't think, learned I think know? what they're what, what the underlying message there is and yeah you're right I don't like to get serious too mm-hmm. is that it, it's kind of the source material. It's the yes. ode to the source material. Yeah, it's That's what a lot of people. Material, if we know the material exactly. and we know and we've read it in some other form in media, whether it's comic book, movie, whatever. Yeah, you know, you, when you uh, when you sort of make drastic turns in in the source original source True. material, yeah. you start to question how good it's going to be. Yes. That's what it is. Regardless oh of the gosh. race. Oh my gosh! Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect example. Um, Ready Player One. Trailer. Sure. Mm-hmm. I can already tell because I've read the book multiple times. I've listened to the audio book multiple times. Uh, one of my <laughs> friends just finished it. And me, like, had this long. Jonah finished uh-huh. it, and we had this nice. long conversation about it. Um, there, I can already tell by the trailer mm-hmm. they're changing the story. Yeah, and it kind of pissed I, me I've off. Seen that. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, kind of pissed me <laughs> off. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna hold back judgment until I see the movie because I love the book and I love Steven Spielberg and he's directing it. You know, but. I'm going to hold back judgment as much as possible because I'm already ticked off. You yeah, know what I mean? Because right. I, I wanted the perfect adaptation because I love that book. Yes. It's my favorite book. I know. You know? So when I see something that's totally changing and totally you know, messing with the source material, it kind of ticks me off. Right. So 
I because you just totally you start doubting that. that the that it's going to be portrayed properly exactly. when they start making a lot of changes and turns. Exactly. I mean, like we'll be honest. Like I remember when we saw. <laughs> I think we were in like we were in like Malibu or something. We were like at the beach, mm-hmm. and we saw, I saw a magazine, an Entertainment Weekly magazine, um, with Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern on it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Wow. I pointed out. I was like, hey, "This was recently." No, this is a long okay. time. Ago. <laughs> this, is, this is way I said, back. Wow, that magazine was there. Like, this is way back. Um, uh-huh. And I remember, I remember pointing at it and being like, "Oh, like, what do you think? Like, Ryan Reynolds is going to be Green, Green Lantern. Lantern?" And you went, "Ah, oh, that suit sucks." Like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, dude, "It's okay. Like, why are, you, why are you so stingy?" And I remember, I'll never forget this. He said, "Like, you know, being a comic book lover and being all this kind of stuff, I will never not be disappointed." When I see something I don't like that doesn't resemble what I do like. Right. And so, I mean, being a comic book lover myself and stuff like that, there's these movies are very prevalent. Right. And so there is a lot of stuff to nitpick when it's us, you know? Yeah. And I haven't really nitpicked much. It's kind of hard. Yeah. The only one I remember nitpick, nitpicking like a lot was Justice League. Yeah. Not liking a lot of stuff, you know? But it like, seems like the harder, the harder we love the original source material... Yeah. Then the more critical we are yeah, exactly. on, on another ver- ver- another media's version of which it, which is kind of unfair, right? Like, I mean, yeah. if you think about that, like, you want to judge a movie fairly for what you're seeing, you know? Mm-hmm. But we come in with these predetermined notions yes. in our heads, like, because we're so fanboys and whatever that you know we we automatically think like, oh, this is gonna suck, and yeah. you know, we're, we come in with like our cosplayed whatever, and we're all pissed off already. So right. I, I think that's kind of weird. Um, and I'm oh, trying just take to... like Spider-Man: Homecoming, for instance. Yes, Spider-Man is my favorite. I hold it oh, in yes. the highest Absolutely. of regard. I I love it more with all my heart. Yeah, and that's why I had a hard time like loving, loving, loving Homecoming. Yeah, you know, for, um, because also again pre predetermined things in my mind as far as like what Spider-Man is for me. Yes. It's really like four oh Spider-Man's gosh. really you know currently kind of going on. Yeah. So yeah, I try to be looser and just say hey this is a director's mm-hmm. interpretation this is kind of what they're going with mm-hmm. and there's just all versions of of things out there but like then there's like one thing and there's i, I sort of love sometimes right like invincible yes it is only in one format it's uh-huh. only one way and yes. it's only one comic it's spun off a little bit there Absolutely. a few years ago yeah but it's neat to have something stay in its own world live in its own world mm-hmm. and only be one version yes that's kind of cool like that's my comic that's Zombie Destroyer yes. it's like I want to just it'd it's, be neat <laughs> if it spins in all directions yeah. but the core of the of, of what I want it to stay there is in Zombie Destroyer yeah. the comic and I think I think on that on that note um, you, you brought up Spider-Man there is different versions of Spider-Man. So you have right. your favorite. Uh-huh. You know, your favorite, and I know this because you've explained it, your favorite yes. is the adult Spider-Man. Correct. Who is married to Mary Jane, whether it be married or whatever, with Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and older and, and, and uh, older you know, is, maybe is a teacher or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite is either... It's, it's the homecoming between, version, right? Not, not necessarily. The young version or the the kind of out of high school version. I like the younger, but like we're sort of my age range. Yeah. The only reason being is because that's where all the conflict comes from with his character. Then you know He's what you're going to love, yeah. I think, that you should look to? Uh, is that PlayStation game coming yes, out. Yes, it looks so good. Because he's been Spider-Man for like seven years. Yes. And so you're right. The conflict of the characters, kind of building the Sinister yeah. Six... They've been around a little bit longer. I, From what I've seen of that game, it makes me want to buy a PlayStation. The gameplay looks ridiculous. It looks nuts. And I mean, I'm an Xbox owner, but there are two games that are coming out pretty soon. Ooh, the Last ones? of Us 2. Oh, yeah? Oh, I loved The Last of Us. The That's Last right. of Us was my favorite video game what The like the actress, I see your face, yes. and it was like, 
It was like you're playing just a movie. Yes, I love that. Movie I remember so much. A, like a, a ball, a ballroom, and she's in like a da- like a dancing dress. Oh no, right? no, no, that's a different game. What's that? That's called the. Um, that's not the Last of Us. No, the Last of Us is a zombie one. Oh, it's by the Naughty Dog. The same what game people that do Uncharted. You're, well, um, you're also playing a girl, and yeah, it's it's, it's her life. And you, you're thinking of I think it's like Beyond Two Souls. That's with oh, Ellen Page. Yes, Ellen yeah, Page. I played the, f- I played the hell out of that game. <laughs> you played the f- I liked that game too. You played the head. But that out game of was by the same people who did like Heavy Rain and stuff oh, like that. Okay, okay. And where it's like where it's based on your it. choices. Yeah, you're mixing them up. The Last of Us is the zombie game. Okay. Set like way in the future after the zombie apocalypse is already sort of like still going on. All right. But like it's sort of adjusted. Uh-huh. The world is adjusted, and you you stick with this player named Joel. You said this guy named Joel, and he meets this this character named Ellie who has the cure mm. to this zombie cool. virus. And it's it's the best only. cinematic game ever. I man. love that game. Is Last of Us available on Xbox anything no. else? No. Only on PlayStation. Oh, but man. I did look up something where you could actually subscribe to the PlayStation Network on your PC. What? And you're allowed to you're allowed to play games on there. Oh, it's crazy. That's cool. Um but what else? What else? What else? Uh Last of Us two, Spider Man. Yes. Um those are amazing games. I mean you might really dig that then, if that's what you like. Is yeah. Spider-Man a smidge older? Yeah. But where he's like not in necessarily 20s. high school. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's out of high school and he's been in Spider-Man for a little bit. Nice. That's my favorite Spider-Man. I'll be honest, like right there in that sweet spot. Nice. Um. Anyway. So, but yeah, that's I mean, love that's of just, source material and things changing. Absolutely. And um, versions of can sometimes be a little draining, a little yeah. bit. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like you know. Uh, all these comic book movies that are coming out and stuff like I learn about the source material and it's cool to see mm-hmm. like Ragnarok you know like stuff yeah. like that um <coughs> excuse me um like uh in, the Infinity Gauntlet coming mm-hmm. up pretty soon oh my gosh that trailer 2018 is, list of movies is bonkers do you <clears throat> yeah, see how many ridiculous. comic book movies are coming out I think there's Black Panther's coming there's up 15 really? if you count oh the animated movies coming out oh my there's God. 15 you see that the, that trailer for the Miles Morales Animated Spider-Man. Yes, movie? I talked about oh it on a God. previous podcast. I I plugged it, and it looks fantastic. That, that movie looks ridiculously good. It's, it's a Spider-Man good. comic. Yes. I referenced it. There's a there's a scene where Peter exactly. Parker is there talking the, to Miles yeah. Morales. This, it's like and it's world. called like the Spider-Man of Two Worlds or something like that, right? Yeah, I already S- forgot the name. Something of it. like that. It's but Spider-Man. It looks great. Look up that trailer. Spider-Verse. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's related to that Spider-Man comic from Marvel. Yes. Is great. Love that. I love that. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for a lot of. Of comic book movies. You see, comic book on, movies the, on the docket, there's the death of Superman. No way. Yeah, animated really? animated feature, death of Superman. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm like, wow, they're like doing a DC, that. the DC like yeah. uh, animated series, whatever. They already have one though. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so they're redoing it's okay. It, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just the lineup is crazy. Isn't there a New Mutants a movie coming out? Yeah, that's coming out pretty soon. Yeah, and that's starring that's starring the girl who plays Arya. Yes. And the kid who plays Jonathan Byers in Stranger Things. Um, some other people that are pretty big. I'm starting to like the gifted. So oh yes, talk yeah. about that. What are... Yeah, I'm surprised with that. I I I know I'm late to the game. It's already I think the whole season season's is probably out, over. Yeah, possibly. I think so. But I already liked the little that Stanley did a cameo in it, <laughs> and it definitely has people using their powers a little bit more. Nobody's in a suit, yeah. but it just seems a little faster paced than some okay. of the, the Marvel TV shows or any of the comic book TV shows. Uh-huh. I think it's not going to be like 25 episodes. I think it's going to be a shorter run. I could be totally wrong on that. But it has a pace to it. It feels like it's going somewhere. It's moving fast. There's a bunch of mutants that are hit, that are hiding out in this sort of abandoned home. Like they have their sort of um, Xavier's Institute. (coughs) They're hiding out. 
And they're ultimately just trying to gather mutants up and hide them because they know they can't count on the X-Men. Mm. So it's like somewhere in between there or like or, or current. Okay. Where we don't really know the status of the X-Men and they're referenced constantly, okay. which is great when they reference them. But there are mutants with powers that are doing things just trying to hide out and they have this mm. sentinel services that are chasing <laughs> them. And they have like mini spider sent- sentinels that are coming after Ooh, them that are okay. really hard to kill. Okay. So you can tell they're definitely like prototypes of yeah. the very future sentinels. That's cool. And so very cool. And it's like this this, you know, this shadow yeah. government conspiracy you know, government group yeah. that is going after the mutants cool. in a kind of a legal way, like against and that's what we're sort of just uh-huh. barely finding out here is that they're kind of going against the law. It's not legal to be a mutant, but they're sort of killing them or gathering them or oh, okay. putting them in stasis, so it's Interesting. It's, uh, That's crazy. And there's um, this prosecutor that um, ends up his kids come out as mutants. And so it's that sort of, which is going on in Nightwing New Order right now, actually, where he's the sort of person that's oh, very yeah. much anti-mutant, and then now his kids are mutant. Yes. And okay. like, got to yeah. switch gears and be like, oh. Okay. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> no, I, you mentioned Nightwing New, uh, Nightwing New Order. New Order. Uh-huh. I just recently read the, I think the third or fourth of the Excellent. What'd you think? This, dude, that comic is great. I told you, it's been top pick of the list on the podcast. Yeah, every, that comic like every time is really good. Out. I'm surprised how, um, how far, like, I don't know, how... I didn't because Nightwing is one of my favorite superheroes. I'll yes. be honest. Like my favorite DC superhero is Dick Grayson. Like you know, I love Dick Grayson. Dick, I mean, I love. I thought Dick you were gonna say Mark Grayson. Grayson. Mark Grayson. <laughs> I love Mark Grayson too. Um, Invincible um, by Image Comics. Mark Gray, yeah. But uh, that comic is really good. Just sorry, didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been top pick. Uh, the last one wasn't. It might have been the weakest of. I think it was five. Mm-hmm. Uh, where four Superman comes into play. Oh, Superman sh- has no powers. Okay. And uh, tells a little story. He also has the kind of similar hair to Nightwing there, where they both have a like white streak <laughs> yeah. in their sides, and it's very mullety. But uh, who cares? That's but good. um, it's still consistently good. Yeah. I mean, the last one I'm was a was a high good, but didn't make the great list yeah. for the last okay. podcast. Um, anyway, Stick what were you saying? So, uh, the gifted. Um, yeah. Isn't it so? There's the gifted, and then there's the Runaways that just yes. came out. Runaways just came out. That's specifically Hulu, right? Yes. Um, have you watched any of that? I haven't watched any of that yet. Yeah. You didn't like it? No. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it just it didn't grab me. It it had a slower pace. Uh, it has a kind of script that's a little all over the place, not giving Ooh. you a, a very like easily defined road as to where the story's going. Okay. Whereas uh, The Gifted is very clear. They're hiding. Sentinels are coming. This was a little more vague and it it seemed also I don't know it just kind of mold about and it looks very polished and very pretty but you sort of don't know where it's going yet and that's tough for me. With Hmm. so much television content out there it's got to grab me early. Yeah. Tell me where the story's going. That's I don't know where true. it's going or That's what it's doing. That's very true. I've kind of cut back on a lot of TV shows. I, I do stick to a lot of like streaming so service stuff. Because Netflix is so good, man. I know. A lot of the shows that are Netflix-specific are really good. Yeah, And it's hard so not to like just go home and turn on Netflix instead of turning on the TV. So we're, it's really weird. I know. Um, we're in this weird kind of like in-between in space. Speaking of... Uh, we should talk about that for a second. About... I've been on this thing thinking about television in that uh, there's it's just an overwhelming amount of content. Oh, yeah. Like, I just can't catch up. Uh, binge days, I just don't have the time for that anymore. Uh, if I see that I'm three seasons, two seasons behind, <laughs> and there's 10 or 12 or 15 episodes, yeah. I don't have the time to binge them and go back. Uh-huh. And I'm not finding the desire to because a lot of them I feel like they're slowly paced they're moving very mm. slowly mm. um maybe the last couple episodes will be really packed and yeah. really action you know really good i've but... complained a lot about tv shows like that yeah like like walking dead i stopped watching walking dead because they're boring up until the last three episodes 
and it, it pisses me off. I stopped watching Walking Dead. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I dude, stopped that's watching. Crazy. I can't do it. I'm gonna like. It's this just, is the first season where like a mid season break. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Really? First time. Okay. Because I've watched the first two episodes and I was like, <laughs> like there was some action, there was some good stuff, but it just felt so. I don't know, like just choppy. Like no, none of the storylines were linear. It felt like very unlinear storytelling. I agree. And I, I, I agree. Did not like it. And there were a lot of scenes in almost the entire first run, right before this mid-season finale, yeah. where artistically they did this shot where it would just sort of quietly look at the side of someone's yeah. face. Yep. Yeah. And then and they did that like, to all why? the characters. It was like very soap opera. Yes. It would come in. Like they're trying to be some art house film, and it was just like really. Like I just on. didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I I really didn't. I don't know. I I might finish the season because I mean this is like all out war, which is a storyline that happened what a year and a half ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, wild. Like they're so caught up. Like I it's know. ridiculous. Um, but I feel like The Walking Dead shows like The Walking Dead, The Flash, all that stuff fall <clears throat> so behind compared to a show like Game of Thrones. Like, Game of Thrones yeah. is so precise. Yeah. Every episode is so entertaining, even if it's a boring one. Yeah. They have, like, a more of a complete movie approach yes. to each episode. Well, and they spend that kind of money. Spend, it, it, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Per episode, Game of Thrones, it's, like, something like like five million an episode. Like, it's ridiculous. I think it's more than that. But the last season especially, didn't they all feel much more polished and they got oh, extra yeah. dough and everybody's outfits changed? Exactly. The epic landscape scenes yes. were, like, shot on, on location. Yes. It just all felt well, This real. last season... Was, was maybe my favorite season of, of, of all of Game of Thrones. And there's been a lot of good seasons. And, like, this is the finally the one where it's, like, everything I've wanted <laughs> has come to fruition. There's finally some battles. You know, I finally get to see some stuff. Actually, the season before that was great, too. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. All that stuff. It was great. Um, I don't rewatch a lot of TV. I, I've watched that episode a lot. I, I rewatch Game of Thrones. We do. Really? Like, it's the, one of the only ones we rewatch. But, yeah, like, I, I think shows are sort of falling behind in like keeping our attention I guess yeah. is, is what so like like I it's hard for me to get invested into a new show um mostly because yeah I mean I'm short for time but like it has to be good yeah and it has to meet these requirements that like are predetermined through these other shows that I yeah. love like the Flash, I I stopped watching the Flash too. I know I, I kind of want to go back to it, but I haven't watched the it was, season. The first all. season and the first two seasons were so good, but then I, you I watch bought shows. season one, on, yeah. and I don't buy te- very much TV. I've yeah. preached that season one of Flash is, is one of the best seasons of television like ever. Yes, I love that. I mean, that first season was great. Honestly, I used to watch Arrow religiously. Oh man, and I now I can't stand of, it. I bounced that Arrow so quickly. I can't stand it. <laughs> and like I, I there was a lot. There was a little bit there where I was watching all the CW stuff. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was like, like I liked it a lot. I was yeah. deep in there, but then at some point I just went, "This is so soap opera. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Everything is cheesy." I just went like that. Everything is cheesy. And to be honest, like you know, there was like this big debate when Justice League was coming out and Ezra Miller being the Flash. I would rather have Ezra Miller be the Flash. I, I can't. I can't do it. I just like. I feel like the Flash and that whole CW universe is just so. Preteen, yeah. It's like it's like the YA version of what the hmm. the DC universe should be, and I just couldn't I couldn't do it. Hmm. I, I dropped out of that. Wow. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of stuff now, man. It's, it's crazy. Brooklyn Nine Nine is like one of yeah, the only network laugh. shows I watch. It's, it's great. I think that uh, being that there's so much good television, right, and then because of that, more content continually comes out. Yeah. 
but it also puts pressure on things to really, really capture your attention. It's got to be top notch. I mean, yes. look something like Gotham. I've never Absolutely, even I spent yeah. a little, very little time on it. I've heard there's some really Shield. good legend. Yeah. I mean, the Agents of Shield. Oh, I tried. They had Ghost I tried Rider so in there. Hard. I tried so hard. But I you know how it. many seasons Ghost Rider or um, uh, Agents of Shield? They're like on the fifth season, yeah. and there's 23 episodes a season. These network shows, they're one hour that's, long. That's all what ABC. Yeah. That's Disney. Agents right? of Shield, yeah. That's why. These network shows, especially CW, CW, they do like, what, 25 episodes a season? They, You watch something like, oh man, perfect example, Defenders. That's 10 episodes. Yeah. So perfect in that 10 episodes. No more, no less. Yeah. I was happy. Yeah. That's exactly what, what you need to do with shows like Agents of Shield. You know, and, and, and The Flash and Arrow, where there's these 25-episode seasons. Yeah. Like, I can't keep my attention on it for that right. long. From week to week, like, for what? That's, like, that's a lot of... That's, like, four months, five months? Yeah. Like, it's too I, much. It's too much. Like, I watched, like... Man, I think... Honestly, I think where TV is going is the Netflix model, where they release everything one day, boom, there it is, binge it out. Right. Like, because I absolutely love the, the Marvel Netflix-run stuff. Punisher. Punisher was phenomenal. It's my winner of the year, 2017, for my favorite comic book TV show. Really? Oh, man. It Punisher. was beautiful. I couldn't... I mean, I, I stacked it against, the, uh, you know, what the I watched Defenders this year. Defenders was good. I liked the Defenders. Sure. That was, was 2017, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the only Netflix Defenders and... Was an Iron Fist the early part of the oh, year? Oh, early, yeah. That was yeah. poop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Defenders... I, I still hold Defenders really And I tried high. everything. Inhumans... Oh man, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no, Runaways, that was bad. Runaways, and just started. The one I, I kind of give a bad rap to myself uh-huh. is The Gifted because I really am enjoying that. I just uh-huh. was really late to the game, and it's too early to tell. And yeah. I'm just I mean, kind of like still watching it. it currently, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, not yeah. up to date, but okay. Punisher was the only one I wanted to watch it all the time. I wanted man. to binge it. I wanted to keep watching it. That I was, show affected it did, me. Like, yeah, it emotionally. does. Take, it does. It does take its toll on you. It's good it's, to pace that one out a little. Yeah. Well, honestly, but, honestly, like they did it. So well, yeah. I, 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 even with all of the emotion and all the kind of the heartache that you really go through, um, it's worth it. It's you know what I mean? It. You really learn it. about this character. So this character actually, because you watched all the Daredevil stuff. Yeah. In Daredevil season two, there is moments when you're like, well, he's not that bad of a guy. Yeah. You know, and then you go through this show and you're like, man, <laughs> he is a tortured soul. Right. And you really sympathize with this crazy person essentially psychopath <laughs> basically yeah and it's it's such a good show I absolutely if you haven't seen The Punisher um, go check it out mm-hmm. um, this isn't necessarily a review but I if I had to rate it like we'll just give it a quick rating real quick I would honestly give it like a 4.8 out of out of 5 I'm up there with you I'm up there it's with you it's great it's really really great and like the action is oh man the action it's bloody yeah, it's which bloody. I thought I did not expect it was, it was bloody there was brutal brutal stuff that they actually like I don't like some of the stunt work was really really interesting yeah. to see how you would how you would be able to do that I want to see some behind the scenes stuff cuz that's it's it's crazy there's that whole scene where where he has a sledgehammer I want to see how they yeah. did that cuz that right. looked Dang, it looked gross. Yes, it was gritty, yeah. right, and very realistically done. And all the gun work, you could tell they, they definitely tried to honor, you know, veterans oh, yeah. and stuff like that, and then really kind of commentary this stuff, because it was veteran heavy. Yes. And John Bernthal was on the Howard Stern Show. Mm-hmm. You should just look up that interview. Uh-huh. 
and he was talking about how like they hired veterans to, yeah. ke- to keep it real and that the feedback they're getting from people that are in the military is like things that they were saying was like this is really accurate wow. a lot of uh, people in the military have the Punisher symbol on yeah. on their Chris, weapons um, on on their body armor yeah. on bombs on tanks it's just sort of like this this little underground you know like thumbs up to hey yeah. this is what we are it's about america it's about yeah. you know it's about being true it's about the american way it's about doing what's right and it it it's the feedback that burnthal's been getting and the people wow. of that made the punisher from the area of the specifically the people of the military yeah. is just like thumbs up like it's accurate well, and PTSD is yeah. portrayed in a real way and oh man uh, that one character just, I mean how they're going into a group to talk about it the yeah. PTSD the VA, yeah. yeah and so they're just saying you know they're getting a lot of positive feedback from people in the military yeah. how realistic and accurate it is dang that's crazy yeah. um what's the, um Chris Kyle um what's the name of that movie with uh Chris Kyle um, the sniper, um, dang it. Uh, uh born with, identity. No, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to, fa- uh, it's, it's with, um, uh, the guy who plays sniper. Rocket Raccoon. I can't even remember his name. Oh, um, uh, it's, it's about Chris um, Kyle. Basically in yeah, that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what the heck was it? Was it called the sniper? No. Was it? He was a real life sniper. Uh, yes. But anyway, Chris Kyle, he, he has this group yeah, of, yeah. of, um, Navy SEALs. Yes. Who called themselves the Punishers. Yes, and they were they were they were like a specific SEAL team that actually went into high danger areas and tried to seek out these specific targets, and they called themselves the Punishers. They had the symbols; they you'd put them on their cars, nice. and they were seeked out by all these like you know crazy um like like Taliban groups and stuff like that. And they had like prices on Chris Kyle's head, wow. and he was a Punisher, which awesome. is crazy. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, who's the guy who plays Rocket Raccoon? Um, oh gosh, uh, I'm just gonna look up Guardians. Dude. He was in the. Was in <laughs> I, have the to, I have to do this backwards. He was in the movie where he took the pill and 100 percent of his brain works. And uh, oh, this is killing me too. Oh man, uh, see who gets it first. Somebody, somebody who's listening to this is like. <laughs> Is dying. The internet and I have my brain, and neither one of us are yeah. working here. What the heck was um, his name? He's on the Howard Stern show all the time. Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Oh, good lord. Bradley Cooper. And what's the name of the movie? <laughs> oh yeah, was it The Assassin? Um, was it, uh, I, why Patriots? can't this? Is, I remember seeing this movie in theaters. American Sniper. There you go. American Jesus. in the word of sniper. That's the movie I was thinking about. Right. So if you watch that, you'll see like the Punisher and stuff like that. Very on the nose of what you were saying. Well, look about at us, military. man. We started talking loosely about whatever and had no plan, and we've just yeah. been talking about movies and TV shows. Isn't that the point? Very sunspot scene appropriate. Exactly. After all. We're like, it's going to be unplugged. We don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And now we're, we're talking about movies and stuff. <laughs> movies like that. and TV shows and I comics. Mean, it's all mixed in there. I'd like to do more of these, to be honest, because. Uh, we should. They're, I mean, they're they're fun, and uh, you know, I've always told you, like, man, like, why can't we just ever just talk? No, you know, no, we're good. <laughs> <Just kidding>. no. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, mean, I mean, you read about and on a podcast. Yeah, just just talk, yeah. have a good time. Sure, you know, we're we're cool. It's loose. It's kind of nice. Like, cool, you know, yo. We're cool, yo. We stick to a, <laughs> we stick to a structure on our podcasts, but sometimes we should. Uh, you're right. Just be loose and talk about whatever. I think it also gives like you know a little window into who pe- people who are fans. Mm-hmm. I about mean, our lives, very you know whatever many about like about who we are, you know, sure. and how we're actually nerds, right? And we like this kind of stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, what's not to like? I mean, look, I'm looking at this four pack of underwear you bought at Costco. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm I'm hopeful that this is good underwear because I might buy some of these. <laughs> Champion you know, Elite. I'll let you know how my balls feel after yeah, that. Vapor with X Temp, more than cool technology. <laughs> no write up, moisture wicking, active fit. Yep. 
Costco underwear is people. Four pack, folks. I'm excited. Black sponsored, with red. Not sponsored by not Costco. Not at all sponsored. We cannot officially announce that they are a sponsor because <laughs> we might get in trouble. But there, we turned. And look, <laughs> and you came over today and got, I mean, just got <laughs> so much stuff. I gave you my Apple TV. I gave you a Game of Thrones book. Yep. I got for Christmas, the first one. We should got do a book sacks. club and read the Game of Thrones. That'd be kind of cool. And then um, discuss it, you know, as we read each. Let's go, like, chapter by chapter. Hmm. You want to do, fun. like, what do they call that? Um, book club? Well, like Oprah's in, uh, book club? It was, like, the Goodfellas <laughs> Minute or whatever, the oh, Star yeah. Wars Minute, that kind of thing. That's right. Let's do one I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Let's do a chapter. Yeah. I mean, we could do it weekly. We'll There's probably 47 podcasts that do that, right? There's probably a lot, actually. Cares? Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun for us. Yeah. We I mean, should do it, like a book club thing. Or, or what we could do is, is if there's a movie that is based off of a book, we could read, try to read the book before the movie comes out. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. You know, I wanted to tell you, too, I went to this comic book shop in Burbank called Perky Nerd. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys. And when I was in there, they had a Sherlock Holmes book group. And that's, that's cool. what kind of inspired me. I'm like, you know, I want to read a book. And then I was just kind of observing, and the, and the, the guys, like the founder guy, came up to me, and he's like, oh, hi, you know, were you wondering, wondering what our book club's Did about? Did British accent? Yeah, he's like, hello. Uh, oh, I, might. I couldn't help but look at you. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> My voice oi, is getting. Oi, oi! <laughs> you oi, a very raspy British <laughs> guy. I might. I want I want almost a pirate. <laughs> Shiver me timber. No, you know what you reminded me of is you. You reminded me of like Industrial Revolution British. Oh, there you go. Oi, mate. Oi, mate. Where are you going? Down in the bowels of the. <laughs> anyway, but he's like, maybe you. <laughs> he's like, maybe you want to read Sherlock Holmes. Like, here is this. There's a Sherlock Holmes adventure book and they're short stories oh, and I was Jesus. like oh and he's on it's basically the new TV show how they do them there they're inspired Ooh, from Sherlock and so I watched the show mm-hmm. that's a good show Sherlock is, go yeah, watch that's a great the BBC show. did you see any of that yeah with, I've seen some with of it Benedict Cumberbatch I have to Bene- say his name that way Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor Strange himself it's phenomenal and of course and the Hobbits. yeah Bill <laughs> <laughs> It is really, Martin, really good. Martin, Martin Schlackle. Oh, good lord, I'm so terrible. Martin Schlaley. Martin Schmeiser. <laughs> His name's Martin something. Schmeckle. Schmeiser. Schmeiser. Does it start with an S? I don't even think it starts with an S. It's not Martin Short, I can tell you that. Marty Short. Martin Short. Martin Short. I'm looking it up. Fact check. We need to hire somebody who's a fact check. Martin Freeman. Freeman, we were. I was saying an S. It was really close. <laughs> Martin Freeman. Um, yeah, I love that show. You've seen it all. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen. Watch a lot it of all. It. There's a particular episode. I want to say it's season four, and they're only like three episode yeah. seasons. They're basically hour movies. and a half long. Yeah. They're well done movies. Yeah. Where it's done in like 1902, Ooh, and it's like it looks legit. I thought like, okay, it's going to be TV. It's going to be BBC. It's going to be low budge. Yeah. No, they speaking, dished out the dough. It looks good. Speaking of Sherlock, you know. Have you? There's one aspect of nerddom that I don't think you will ever touch, or I will ever touch. Mm-hmm. That's Doctor Who. Have you ever seen any of the Doctor Who episodes? Yeah. The, uh, to be honest, I don't think they're that good. I, mean, I like, it, it feels like when I tried to watch it, you know, I just I missed the party. I was yeah, uh, like it's just I, not I just, me. Like it, it's weird. I've yeah. tried to watch it, and I get recommended Doctor Who all the time. From friends and from people who have listened to the podcast, like, stuff like that. I get people telling me, like, oh, why don't you watch Doctor Who? I've tried, and it's hard. I don't get it. <laughs> you know what uh, I, it reminds me of is the X-Files. Yes. I, I, I you have to kind of jump in on the right time. Yeah. And there's a lot of continuity in the X-Files. Yes. There's a lot of a continual storyline yes. that leads and goes to some place, and yeah. the story moves along. And I was like, there's a movie coming out. 
I'm going to see the movie. It was phenomenal. The movie yeah, was great. The movie was great. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. there two? Was there just there one? Was, there's like three. I think there's three, three movies. Yeah. I loved all the movies. There's well, one that came out not too long ago. Doctor Who? Uh, do a movie. Yeah. You know just what? Just give yeah, us a couple movie, hours. I'll go see it. And yeah. just make it kind of accessible to anyone. Yeah. And just do it. Absolutely. Then I'll go see it. But I mean, in, in closing, closing <laughs> statements. In closing statements, um, yes. Doctor Who Attention needs a movie. Because <laughs> yeah. we've missed uh, 91, a year, 91 seasons it's, with honestly, 37 so episodes per season There's or something. so much Doctor Who content out there. It's, it's I ridiculous. Read, I'm probably making this number up. There's 47,000 hours of oh, yeah, you're definitely Doctor Who to watch. Up. It's possible. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. That's the only thing I know from that show. Anyway, it was great having you on, Dad. Uh, shout yourself out real quick. Go for hey. it. Sunspots hey. Comics. Yes, of course. <laughs> like, where'd you go with this? I don't know. Yeah, please, if you like comic books, check out Sunspots Comics. I do it weekly, mostly. 99% weekly. Mm-hmm. I was off uh, when I was sick for Christmas week. <laughs> But uh, I only review brand new comics. It's just about the brand new stuff and the stuff that is great, that I love, that is above the rest. And I always have, like, sometimes there's two greats, sometimes there's ten great. Like, whatever I consider truly great yeah. and memorable and worth your money is what the podcast is all about. Yeah, and I don't spoil stuff. Yeah. So check it out. Sunspots and if you, if you get this podcast, you automatically get the other podcast yep. because we're... A family a unit of podcasts here. You're a Philly. Um, and you can find yourself on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Sunspots Comics. Yes, all in one place, easy to find one name. And you can find yourself about this the Sunspot Scene podcast, <laughs> all in one place. At Sunspot Scene. And you can find me Boom. personally at Just Sunspots. Uh, we're all in on the Sunspot branding. Swipe so. right if you're yeah, on any right. of those. You know, to Justin, find me, for Jables. Uh, swipe find right. Me there. Yeah, go for it. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was great having you on, man. It's fun. Uh, anytime you come on here, there's Thank always you. a pretty good conversation. Thanks, uh, whether man. It was last time you were on, we played a game with Fernando. Oh yeah. Brother. Uh, that's that's right. Feels like forever ago. Because I want to get on with the Kung Pao Three Delight. Yeah, I mean. Uh, there's a lot of things happening with Matt, like so it might not be oh, yeah? too in fruition for too much longer. Come so maybe, on, Matt. What maybe are you doing? Soon, actually. Quit fooling around, Matt, and get back on the podcast. <laughs> Quit we'll fooling around. Like He's going to uh... go work for the federal government. <laughs> ah, exactly. Fooling around. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to call it like the Orange Chicken 4 or something. Oh, yeah, man. The Kung Pao 3 will be it's like... It's just so perfect. It fits us. But anyway, uh, it's great having you on, man. Uh, I definitely want to do more of these where it's just us. Shooting the shit. A little unscripted. Yeah, unscripted. Um, unscripted. Yeah, it was, it was definitely really fun. It was uh, fun, my I'm son. enjoying this new mic. I'm looking at the levels right now. It's still levels pretty are good. Tight. Good. Very good. So are yours. All right. Good stuff. Uh, anyway, so there you go. Uh, it's thank a lesson you all for in, tuning in. in mic practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. And, yeah. Uh, and if you uh, you like this, keep on listening because there's going to be more of them. We'll do these every so, so often. It's a great time. <laughs> it was fun, Jables. Yeah. Thanks. Sunspot Dad. scene. Sunspot scene. And. and We need another person. We need another part harmony. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. And scene.